1: Hello and welcome to the Golf Practice Podcast. My name is Andy Hayes and with me, uh, the creator of Donahue's Five Lessons is Peter Donahue. Um, Pete, welcome back. Thanks for doing this for us. It's kind of a, you know, one thing I think people like about this podcast, they get a little bit of a window into your mind. And so uh, here here we go. Usually it's, you've had tons of great thoughts about you know lots of we've gone through Galway we've gone through Zen Golf we've gone through you know countless different things and theories and ideas and it's been pretty cool but now I'm I'm excited for you know I guess myself to get a little more into now now the ball's in your court and you gotta draw the play for us so um thanks um the first lesson you know if you haven't heard what these five are we went through them more on the the last episode but we're gonna go through each one kind of one at a time is you are the athlete I see you opened up you know even more notes so (laughs) maybe I'll let you start
0: well I think that uh, um sorry um golf is a sport that's defined by three things course the equipment and the player and um and we're going to talk, we're interested in the player at this point. And so the, the first of my focuses, is, focuses is, 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 uh, is that you are an athlete. And, um, and you are an athlete in that you are, um, you need uh, certain skills, skills of manipulation, skills of power, and skills of what I'll call feel, you know, which is, is uh is a more creative, I would say. That's how I yeah, view feel. Sure. Um and um and you need to have there are uh functional movement skills which are running like things like running, jumping, you know, uh Side skippings, uh, you know, being able to put your body in different different positions and support your body in different postures and movements. And then there's there's sports skills, and um, and those sports skills are in golf that you are um, you need to be able to strike a ball. You need to be able to hurl a weight. And then you need to be able to, um, to you know, wedge a ball or get it off the ground. And then you need to be able to roll a ball. And you, you need to have the creativity to be able to uh, to roll it. and You need to have the nerve and the touch to be able to hit it, you know, two inches or 300 yards, you know, if you could do that. So uh, in order to... Um, in order to uh, to be able, I mean, most of the time when people come to us, you know, for golf lessons and they want to hit it farther, they're not coming to us to become better athletes. Mm-hmm. They're looking to find some answer in uh, a technique of how to swing, which will um, make them more powerful uh, than they are. Fortunately for me. Uh, you know, being 70 years old and, and really being kind of a, a crumbling athlete for, mm-hmm. for the last 15 years, um, uh, that part of it is, is of necessity has been a, a focus for me. And now I've come to appreciate it more, uh, you know, as I've, as I've gone through this process. And I feel like I've been lucky enough to be led to a uh, physical discipline that is um, it's called postural restoration and uh, it it focuses on um, on using breath and uh, and deliberate uh, I would say uh, postural loaded posturally loaded movements to uh, increase your strength and flexibility in your pelvis and also in your thoracic spine and both of these these things are areas that I'm not you know really very strong in but we see when we look at juniors uh, uh, to adults that uh, many of these people really could use as a part of their program something that was more specific in terms of being able to strengthen certain parts of their body you know make them more stable and make them or make them more mobile mm-hmm. um and make them uh, you know better able to to you know, do the things that we would like, like them to do. Um, I think the, uh, I think the thing that, um, that I, I've been so interested in, 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 uh, in watching, um, and paying attention to you and the other guys as, uh, you've been exploring George Gankus's, um, teachings is that, um, as as gankus as as he as as he puts it uh is as he's being a technician mm-hmm. you know as far as as the athlete is concerned i mean it's it's so obvious that um that his what i would call his movements as a hurler as someone who's taking a weight And, you know, and, and teaching, you know, you how to use your body in a way that, that hurls this weight in a, in a powerful Mm -hmm. and balanced way. I've been, you know, really intrigued by seeing, uh, seeing that. And, and I've had that kind of lead my, at least as I see, as I've been interpreting it from the outside, my own exercise that I've been doing, you know, in my practice. Um, and, as far as the striking part of it, you know how you organize the arms and the hands to um to be the lash you know on the end of the whip um that's the other way that I exercise myself as i as I would say that as I explore and as I drill um you know in my swing,
1: yeah I think this is a really interesting you know i guess lesson because it you know it's applies to you who you said like an an injured athlete who's a bit older and then also you know someone who's taking up the game for the first time if you go have them start hitting some balls in the driving range and this person like just can't make contact with the ball um it sounds like i had to hear you saying it's like maybe they should go try something else first that's a little bit easier to do um it's what i see in you know the the summer camps and all our junior programming and there's lots of hockey sticks and tennis rackets and baseball bats and foam balls and and different things um is is that kind of along the lines of you know I guess where have you, you've mentioned doing things like this and teaching golf this way kind of since you know the green to tea days like where did that come from a little bit and you know maybe what are some ways that you've seen it it work cuz it's a bit You would used to run into questions all the time of like, why are kids hitting a hockey? Isn't this a golf class? Yes, things like that.
0: Yes, well, you know, um, golf is a stick and ball game, and so um, when you look at um, different, you know, stick and ball actions, and you 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 see some things that are uh, that are common, and you see some things that are are, are unique mm-hmm. to the sport and golf. There's no question that golf. Uh, I mean, if you just want to look at the posture at the silhouettes of the athletes, uh, hockey, uh, bends someone over, uh, to reach to the ground mm. in order to, uh, to hit a ball. And when you look at the old, uh, Oil paintings that, that hang in, in hallowed places like Muirfield, Scotland, and you see Lord, uh, you know, Fauntleroy uh, uh, in uh, 1587, uh, you know, with his red jacket and his uh, tri-cornered uh, hat, um, you know, he's holding a long stick that's a long nose stick as well that looks very much like a hockey stick, and he's and. I, and when you also look at those people, they had, many of them had their hands split down the, the shaft of the club. They didn't, they didn't put their hands together. And so, um, you know, when, when you're learning, uh, you know, how to strike with a stick, having your hands uh, in that fashion and having this big L-shaped uh, hockey stick... Um, Really is the is the most straightforward uh, blade. Yeah, sure. is the most straightforward mm-hmm. golf club that you could possibly grip. Mm-hmm. The 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 second behind that, to me, is the is the driver or the wood. Mm-hmm. I think that while that has a bulbous head behind the uh, behind the face, the face is relatively straight so you can start with either one of those two things and in order to hit the ball and move it in the direction you want it to go uh that's the one of the first things that you want to work on is you know how can i how can i target how can i move this ball in a desired way this way when you go to take the slap shot to put power into the ball now you are you know you're really connecting the 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 the, from the ground up through the hips in through the, the the core and the shoulders and out through the arms you know how is the desired action that the hands and the mind have have imagined how is that all going to be now interpreted by the body because that's that's what happens the mind and the hand determine how the how the tool is to be used, and then the body lines up and becomes an extension of that idea and um And I think that when you get into i think hockey is 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 just perfect because you know a lot of hockey players take the club back shut mm-hmm. and uh and never uh never rotate the forearms so that the the face of the club would face towards the sky. The the, the the club is always at an angle, the club face is always at an angle that you would say is is parallel to the spine mm-hmm. and the movement is just a sideways pushing movement. Yeah. Um but the movement that's possible with your wrists in the golf club to me you know uh are are range between the vertical plane or a, a straight up and down chopping motion and a and a Completely horizontal plane, which is a side slapping motion. Mm. And um,
1: if you were going to explain that to people who are listening and driving using their hands, what would you? Huh? Well, so I would they say can try it out right if now. You, if yeah. you
0: yes, if you if you took your hand and you held it uh, out in front of you so that your thumb was pointing straight up to the sky, if you made a motion uh, that followed that thumb, that just mm. the wrist just flexed um, or this is called deviation Mm -hmm. when it goes towards the up, that goes towards your ulnar bone and when it goes or your radius bone and then when it goes down it goes towards your ulnar so that's called radial and ulnar deviation. Mm -hmm. I call it chopping.
1: Chopping carrots. Chopping carrots, exactly right.
0: Now, if you took your hand and you drew it uh, to the side, you, you flexed it or extended it Back, uh, so that you could see your fingernails on one side, and then you, then you, uh, then you flexed it through, so you're looking at your palm on the other side. That's a side slapping motion. Now, in between that, is a move. If you said, it, "Well, there's a clock face in front of me," and the first move moves my fingers between twelve and six, mm-hmm. and the second move move my fingers between three and nine. Now, if you cocked your hand towards the midpoint between those two, Mm -hmm. 130 on one side, or if you happen to be holding your left hand up, then 1030 on the other side, then that would be halfway in between. And so for me, you know, when I look at that, I think of my old trigonometry classes where you had The axis. Slopes, you know, going between that. And so, you know, so in golf, um, you know, what I go for is a a diagonal move or Mm -hmm. a a move with my wrist that goes between those two extremes. Mm -hmm. It's
1: interesting to think about because I feel like so many people who maybe have an unorthodox swing, a lot of it could be attributed to they just have maybe an incorrect idea or an incomplete idea of like, how the ball is to be hit or how the club is to be swung. You know what I mean? Like there's too much, like you're saying, too much of a, let's say a, a slap or a fishtail and not enough chopping carrots or, yeah. you know, things like that. Yeah. Or the opposite, I, you know.
0: I, I think that part of my, my thought has always been to reveal these things, you know, as a teacher to people so that they're uh, so that they begin to see the possibilities of their own movement. Because as you say, you know, um, you know, listen, the brain and the, and the hand get an idea right Mm -hmm. from the very beginning. And they, they think this is it, you know, and now we're going to try to make a game out of that idea that you have. And maybe what you have is not a great idea. Sure. You know, and, but, uh, and and that's clearly, you know, we've seen that to be true, uh, certainly with the notion of, you know, how would you get the ball off the ground? And most, yeah. m- you know, many people, you know, that are trying to make a clever scoop uh, of the ball off the ground, you know, are trying to play the game uh, in a narrow margin of, of possibility, you know, yeah. that's uh, so narrow that uh, they'd have yeah. to be world-class okay. athletes.
1: The biggest tell of this one is, like, people who have that really really short backswing chipping and the follow-through comes up above their head yeah like they're just trying to lift it up yeah um, yeah but yeah that is the hardest one because you can't really explain it's really hard to explain they think I'm just trying to swing the club they don't think I'm trying to lift it you know it's hard to make those connections like like you're saying it's to reveal it to them
0: yes it, it, it is and and uh, and I think that's one of the you know great challenges of of you know being a teacher is that you know, um, you can see it and you can lecture them, (laughs) but, you know, bringing them into awareness and understanding is like, well, you're going to have to stretch a little bit more. You're going to have to work a little harder to get inside their shoes and, and, uh, and see how you can bridge from where they are to, to where you need them. And, and, uh, you know, you and I, uh, talk about these things, um, you know, fairly often and uh and sometimes we we just don't know you know Mm -hmm. because we haven't faced the situation that we're facing before and we need to you know go into our our resource which is our own mind and experience and then those of our colleagues or somebody you know that we can read about that might be able to give us uh you know a different different way to go at it but it's a it's a it's a fascinating thing that we do
1: growing up, I played lots of sports like basketball baseball, i guess like every- everyone in Minnesota played hockey a little bit, but broom ball just lots of hitting things with catching balls throwing balls like and I didn't golf was probably like third or fourth you know on the list of things that I did um in the summer it was just like mostly baseball travel baseball things like that and i didn't get good at golf until like through high school and in college and still, you know, I just feel like I'm still getting a lot better, you know, in these past few years. And I think one of the reasons I like learning about golf and trying new things out, like Genkiss's theories is that I like, regardless of what I'm doing, even if it's super crazy, like I can always hit the ball every, you know, every time. And I think that's a, like a skill that's hard to, it's almost hard to quantify. Do you know what it because it doesn't necessarily relate to lower golf scores because it's not you know it's not always going to go straight or always go the way I, I want it to, but um, do you think like I guess it's like a big conversation now of like should you have kids specialize in sports of like h- how do you see some you know someone playing high school baseball, how do you think like, that helping their golf game or like should they just spend more time playing golf?
0: no i i don't i i really don't i think that uh, building ideas you know building your capabilities you're better you're better off uh excuse me i think having a broader range of experience to draw on because uh it it uh, there are uh, metaphorical you know it, equivalencies or, you know, things that, that they may not transfer absolutely from one sport to the other. But in, we've talked about this before that, uh, you know, an astute uh, coach one time uh, drew a, a parallel with one of his athletes between practicing, uh, you know, making uh, five foot and eight foot putts and being a good free throw shooter. Because he 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 knew that there was a certain calmness, a uh, certain confidence that needed to be practiced, a certain vision that needed to be practiced, and and he knew that the player was practicing those skills w- in both sports. Yeah, and I think um, I think that the uh, that the excitement of playing and meeting that moment in a gym filled with screaming people you yeah. know is you're not going to find that in a at least the way golf is <laughs> is spectated right now everybody's yeah. quieter mm-hmm. but the uh the ability to you know find your poise and your focus in a in a inside of a din or inside yeah. of distracting noises i think is it's a pretty high level of skill, you know, yeah. and, and definitely carries over into other things. So I felt like I feel like baseball, we know that baseball gives people a um you know, a funny backswing. Mm. Uh, you know, they tend to take it take their their club back into a place that uh I'm not sure that George Genkis would be bothered by it, but um a lot of times, um you know, people get to the top of their backswing with a, a flying elbow and the shaft being very vertical, and and uh, and and haven't really learned, you know, how to drop it into a delivery position, you know, that's optimal sure. for golf. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, but baseball still is, you know, the the sequenced movement, the kinematic sequence of, uh, you know, the stride and then the unwinding and then the striking you know mm-hmm. so there's a you know a lot of good things to it that 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 really helps i think that the ability to throw the ball from different angles is a is a tremendous uh opportunity for somebody in golf to to be very flexible in the way they think about the plane of the swing and to be able to you know explore uh, what might be more uh Beneficial for them, which one of those angles really maximizes what they have as athletes so um, you know so yes i i I'm very much a proponent of um you know let's let's play a lot of sports and then let's draw from it because I think you know, and as you know, I think kicking the ball and getting to the bottom of a of a soccer ball is probably. Uh, the best way to begin to understand how uh, a, a, an iron or a wedge um, gets under the ball and gets it off the ground.
1: Yeah,
0: i just have a lot to think about. Um, I'm
1: trying to think of the best way to phrase this, but you, kind of what you're saying leads me back to some of your other, you know, some of your other lessons, which we'll get to. Maybe it's a good one way to wrap up, but the. The goal for you in golf or maybe what the goal what the goal is according to you for golf is not i guess like having a perfect repeatable swing
0: well I would say that that uh, I would like to have you know a swing that ends up in balance is repeatable from the standpoint that it 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 uh, you're not doing anything that's that's putting you out of balance, mm-hmm. and as Hank haney you know different people like like to say, Haney looked at it or tended, seems to be that he tended to look at it from the standpoint that if your club was swinging on plane you were going to be in balance whereas other mm. people have said if we make your balance very precarious, we put you on a very slippery surface, we won't even need to tell you how to swing in plane because your body will automatically find, find th- balance. The, right, the, the plane that will enable balance and so um so you know honing yourself or chiseling yourself as an athlete is is uh, is testing different movements of hurling and striking and uh and making uh these things um more tenuous or more challenging um you know putting you into situations like like i think that that having that hitting the ball off your knees. Uh, is one of the great places to start in the game uh, because uh, you're closer to the ground. Um, that uh, you know, being able to incline the plane so that you can strike the, the the ball and move it forward is great. And it's it's like a side hill lie. On the other hand, you know, if you were standing on a box and you were reaching down to a ball on the ground, you'd have to bend over more, and so the pitch of your your arm swing would be. And the posture you would stand or stand in would be different. Mm. I think that's better I think that's better than teaching somebody from the standpoint of a platform swing where they're hitting the ball off of a flat surface and they're learning how to launch in that position um, you know, I think that there's something. To be said for those kinds of reps but there's also something to be said for standing on one leg mm-hmm. either one yeah why
1: I, I am 100% agreement with you but why why is it better people you know I'm sure you've gotten tons of or do you have a story of someone being like well why why would I ever hit a ball like this of course. I, I would never do this
0: on the course I never do this on the course well you know um again you know, you you want to find th- this should be in somebody's sweet spot. Okay. You know, I mean, it shouldn't be it shouldn't so for someone to do it. Yeah. So okay. impossible that they can't do it. Okay. But um, you know, but the thing about the thing that's essential about golf is that golf is an outdoor game that's played over uh, irregular terrain, and so. Uh, the weather no- and yeah yeah sorry to no bit. that's yeah. fine uh so the idea that you could take an iron byron around the golf course and uh you know and put him uh you know into one of those ravines up at shore acres and have him be able to hit that shot you know i, I think he's yeah. going to have to be able to adjust and adapt and i don't think he's going to be able to do it that's a good point
1: um yeah i've heard someone's invented this thing that it's i guess it's sort of like iron byron but like you somehow can like step in it and grip a club and it will swing the club exactly how like tiger Woods swings the club and you can rent time and i guess spend an hour like just and and i think the idea for them is that like this will teach you how to swing like tiger but Something about that feels empty to me.
0: Yes, as as it does to me. Because, but you know, a uh, great guy that I knew years ago that was in the golf club manufacturing business uh, chastised me one day because I was making fun of uh, of a club that he had uh, built. Uh, it was a putter, and he called it the old standby, and it was based on the idea that people like to, like, especially women, like to stand behind the ball and place their club on the ground, mm-hmm. aiming at the hole, and then walk around it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, one of the challenging things about it is that the putter always moves when you do that, sure. so it's kind of a, it's yeah. kind of a doubt, dubious <laughs> way of doing it. Well, he said to me, listen, young man, some things we make for playing... And some things we make for selling Hmm. (laughs) and this is going to sell he said and Mm -hmm. so you know that uh, machine that creates that experience i mean if if you're if it's worth it to you to have that experience if 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 you get the utility the mental gratification from swinging like tiger then great but i um I think that we have found out that simply by, you know, patterning that movement, um, uh, without you having to use your muscles to do it, Mm -hmm. either to resist it or some way is going to be very effective as a learning tool. No. So, so I think it is empty. That's my opinion about it. Um. Yeah, you know, if you want to create some sort of uh some sort of way of teasing this this movement out of yourself that's based on resistance training and something that will really register inside your your mind-body system, then uh, I think you've got something, but uh, but I don't think that thing is worth it.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I it made me th- I guess this is the second time we're wrapping up on a point, but that um, golf's holy war is a new book that you and I both read. And there's a chapter about Tiger Woods and how it kind of bo- bounces back between talking about how he, his like obsession with like the best swing and like best technique, and then also kind of just like, you know, playing out off of, you know, maybe feel or something else. And it talks about all the instructors and all the times he's changed his swing to get better and better, but then it kind of ends with him. You know talking about how when he won the masters he didn't didn't have a swing coach and still doesn't have a swing coach that he's kind of gotten to this place of you know and i guess i don't know what's in his head but seemingly less about you know a perfect
0: technique or a new theory
1: and more about uh i don't know himself
0: yeah and and what he uh, what he envisions you know uh targeting is a you know is such an interesting idea, and the idea of of uh you know it kind of gets into the the idea of true gravity you know yeah. how how the internal energies that you create can blend with the external energies and i was thinking the other day we've talked about this i've at least i've thought about it before it it, it was a shot that uh that uh john daly hit uh, when he won the U.S. Open at the Old Course, and it was on a par three, and the pin, the wind was blowing from right to left, and there were there was uh, there were two mounds on the green that kind of guarded the flag. It was sort of like a chessboard with the you know the queen and the knight you know there sure. on those two mounds, and a lot of the shots that were coming up would look really good, and then they'd be repelled by this one of the two mounds and the ball would either, you know, go left and short. And and Daly somehow managed to, uh, ride, put his ball far enough out to the right with the right amount of draw on it so that his ball, when it hit the green, went between the two mounds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He was the only player in the field who was able to do that. And so, um, you know i think that that's you know and john daly you know you can you just see by the, what he's doing that this guy is reacting as as a tennis player would mm-hmm. to what he envisions and that's what i think uh tiger you know when he's gotten to the place that he's at i think that's where he's operating from and the rest of it is just
1: yeah that the, the shot or the moment calls for something and it's not a zeroed out Track man swing.
0: Exactly, exactly. Now, he knows, you know, he knows how to feel those force vectors. Yeah, he could vectors. do it. He could do it yeah. zero
1: if you it but yeah. Yeah,
0: but he's going for, a, you know, a minus outside in seven and a face open, you know, four. Sure. And, and uh, you know, he sees it as a picture. Mm-hmm. And perhaps as a physical thing when he makes his rehearsal or move or his waggle, whatever you want to call it, but uh he's you know, he's putting an idea, a picture, you know, into his body. And he may be either, you know, physically creating it so that we can all kind of see it, or it may be just happening at at a level where he's just got the club in his hands and he can feel it mm-hmm. happening.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, very cool. All right
1: um do you have anything else to say about this one as we wrap up um that you are the athlete I think?
0: well no i think that that's uh i think that's it i think that uh, you know as an athlete uh someone suggested to me one time that um you know that you have a um, that we have in us uh you know warrior energy and healer energy, and sometimes you know we're we're uh we're up, we're strong in, in our warrior and sometimes the warrior gets injured or hurt and needs uh needs some recovery mm-hmm. and needs the healer, you know, to come in and um you know, be the teacher and the and the healer. And so, you know, as an athlete you uh you have to have that too. You know, you either have to have it on your team or mm-hmm. you gotta have it in the team that's inside your head.
1: Sure okay well pete thanks a lot we'll
0: talk to you next time number two
1: is i can't read my own handwriting so i'm gonna need your help uh what what do you make of this what will you make of this yeah clean contact thanks a lot we'll talk to you on i hit it again because that shot was a defining moment and when a defining moment comes along you define the moment or the moment defines you
0: Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness.